0: Have you ever felt like creating content in your business was a complete and total waste of time? I know that I have. I think, honestly, anybody who's created content has felt this way at one moment or another. Or maybe you're feeling like it's hard to keep up with creating new content because you're not seeing the payoff or you just stopped creating it altogether because it was discouraging. Well, I want to share with you how to ensure that your content makes you money so that you don't have the content creation and then the disappointment because the money didn't follow, but rather a strategy that starts with income as you're creating the content itself hello and welcome to the called to both podcast i'm your host joy michelle and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be this show will leave you feeling inspired equipped with tangible tips and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both let's dive in the sponsor of today's episode is riverside fm Riverside allows you to record studio quality audio and video either by yourself or with remote guests. It's what I've used to record all of my guest episodes here on the show from the very beginning. And there are so many reasons why I personally chose Riverside to create my podcast, but let me just share a few. The first one is the audio quality and ease of use. I can just send a link to my guests and they can join me in the studio. I love that Riverside allows me to chat with my guests from anywhere in the world. Even when our internet connection is a little iffy, it records everything locally to the computer so we don't miss a beat. No more glitchy interviews, which I love. Another great feature is the video editor, and they have an AI-powered clip creation tool for quick creation of social media sized clips. So this is making it so much easier for me to create those vertical clips that I need for social media. And it helps me to pick the best moments from the show. Click on the link in the description and head over to Riverside to start for free and be sure to use the code joy for 15% off. I feel like nothing burns you out faster than making content that doesn't lead to income. It is so frustrating, and it's honestly a little confusing too, because on one hand, people talk about content as being so important and how they built their business and that you have to do it too, and then you did it, and then it doesn't work. And I think that's one way that you can burn out. The other thing that can happen is maybe you create content, it does well in terms of popularity, but it actually didn't lead to income. And that is equally confusing because you can create really popular content and still not be making money. So today I wanna to share four things that you can do to ensure that your content is truly intentional about making you money from the start. So I tried to make an accurate amount of these things, you guys. I sat down for a minute. I was brainstorming all this information I wanted to share with you and then i just gave up because it doesn't spell anything cool this this is in no order in particular but this is just stuff that i've learned in my years of making content on many different platforms i have blogged for 10 years i have been a youtube video creator for oh my gosh like 7 years i don't know at this point i have built facebook groups to you know 11,000 plus members and now i have a top ranking podcast. So I feel like I've done a lot of different content and that's not even including a lot of like smaller social media platforms and different things that I've done there. So when I tell you this, I am not saying this is advice just for someone on YouTube or just for someone with a podcast or just for a photographer, right? Because I used content to build a very successful photography business and now I've used it in an education business and influencer brand and, and in other ways too. This is something that you can apply to really any content that you create in your business if you want to see more income. So I say that from experience that I've I've done this in so many different forms and it works in all the different places. Okay, so let's dive into the list. The first is with your content. And when I say content, I'm here I'm really talking about that pillar long form content that is something that you own. So I would love it if this goes back to your blog. I would love it if this is on a platform where you can save that piece of content and it didn't just originate from Instagram or Facebook, but rather it's a podcast or it's a YouTube video that is then also a blog for you and your brand. So the first piece of advice I have for you to really be thinking about money first in the content creation process is to be building your email list. You absolutely have to have an email list. I think that if you're creating content without an email list, you're leaving money on the table, frankly, and you're wasting your time. You really, really are. You're making it so much more difficult for people to give their information to you, to remind themselves even of like, what do you do? How can they get in touch with you? It's gonna be so much more difficult to get in touch with them, right? I recommend everyone have an email list and, if you're looking for tools i really love Flowdesk. i think it's a great tool for those just starting out or kajabi if you want an all-in-one tool you are an educator course creator coach if you want to do something a little more robust than just email kajabi is where it's at i use kajabi personally in my business it's what i use and love so if you want to get your hands on a free trial of either one of those and a discount, go down to the show notes, or you can go to my website, joymichelle.co slash kajabi or slash flow and it will take you directly to those tools. The important thing is not getting a perfect software, but rather getting started at all. Building your email list is so important because it's going to give you the ability to build that relationship beyond that piece of content marketing that you've put your time and effort into. And if you can get someone on your email list, you are so much more likely to sell to them in the future and you have a greater ability to get to know them, to share more about your brand, your offers, your business, which we'll get into as we go through the next few tips. The other thing that you could be doing to ensure that you're actually making money in the content itself is by using affiliate links. Affiliate links are such a powerful way to infuse more income streams into your business. If you create content, you should be an affiliate marketer. Like Those two things in my mind go together. If you don't have affiliate links in almost everything that you produce in your business, all that free content then you're leaving money on the table yet again. If you don't have any idea where to start, I have a completely free guide all about affiliate marketing because I am so freaking passionate about this topic it's called the affiliate marketing jumpstart guide it gives you the inside scoop on getting started how to know like what affiliate programs to choose and where to go it's all the details you can grab that in the show notes for free and then you can start to really think about how you could infuse affiliate marketing into your business I also have a couple of episodes dedicated to affiliate marketing. So I'm going to put those in the show notes, too, because like I said, if you're creating content, guys, and you don't use affiliate marketing or affiliate links in that content, again, you're leaving money on the table. The third thing that you need to do in your content is be thinking about your community, your tribe, your people. My brand, Photoboss, started out as a Facebook group. And you, the reason that this grew to what it has become, where it's you know photographers from all around the world sharing information and taking courses together, growing and truly making the photography community better, the only reason that that's possible was the community. It was you all, it was other people. And that's one of the reasons that you really want to be thinking about your content as a community building tool is because it builds a truer relationship. It it goes deeper than just that piece of content, but it also makes it so that it's not just a one-way conversation where you are broadcasting at them, but it truly becomes a back and forth. And I know for sure, for certain, that Photoboss wouldn't be where it is today without the community aspect of the Photobosses inside of it. A community is also going to help you to know how to create more content to serve them. You don't come to the end of um, your own creativity and and think, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do because the community becomes your sounding board. (laughs) They tell you what they wanna buy. They tell you how to serve them. And even if it's not a Facebook group, I think that a community is such a smart way to grow your tribe and you could do this on so many different platforms. I've seen people do this really successfully on their own Instagram pages by doing live broadcasts, by doing all sorts of different content that really feels community focused. I do have an episode all about how I grew a Facebook group to 10,000 members and how you can do it too and I will have that linked up in the show notes. The next thing you can do to have money built into the content you actually create, is to talk about your own products and services and not make it a wild goose hunt to figure out what you do and how to work with you. So if you are a service provider, if you are a photographer, if you are a filmmaker, this is where it needs to be really super crystal clear what your offers are and even just saying I'm a photographer might not be clear enough how do they work with you what kinds of sessions do you do do you have a studio do you shoot families do you shoot weddings I think that this is a great thing to step in and kind of look at as not yourself like try to look at your brand and ask like where is it obvious like all of my offers could I figure this out in two minutes or less, or have someone else do it. It's crazy how many times I will work with a photographer, I work with a creative, I work with a coach, and it's actually really difficult to figure out what their offers are. So I'll use my business as an example here. So inside of my Photoboss brand, I teach photographers to build profitable brands, grow their businesses without sacrificing The other things that mean the most to them so the rest of their lives and my offers under the photo boss brand include hobby to pro toolkit so that's a perfect starting point for the photographer getting started getting their business off the ground getting legit and legally legit with some of the businessy stuff like contracts and templates and even their confidence so there's lots of guides in there to really boost their confidence so that's one of the offers under my photo boss brand Another way to work with me is through coaching and mentorship. So when you go to my website or when you experience my brand in different places where I create content, you will see these things come up from time to time in the links, in the description, being said very clearly on the content itself. And then of course, on the pages on my website, it needs to be clear what is actually for sale. And that is gonna be huge as it pertains to the actual content that you create. Don't make it a mystery as to what they can buy from you and how they can work with you. And then finally another offer i have is pitch power email templates so helping small business owners get wild visibility in their brands through effective pitching so each of these things like if you were to go to just like the homepage of my website you would see a banner at the top for pitch power you would see all these different things right but then i have to be really intentional in reminding myself i have to talk about what it is that i do and make sure it connects to my content so sometimes what's happening with ineffective content marketing is that the content while popular or while it may have gotten views or clicks or likes or traffic didn't actually pertain to what you do in your business so then there was there wasn't a connection to the sale right so use this these four things as almost like a checklist against your last piece of content the first does it build your email list number two Did you use affiliate links? Number three, did it build your tribe or your community in any way? And number four, did it talk about your products, your services, or how to work with you in some way, even like a thread of connection, right? So use that as a list to hold it up against your last piece of content. Of course, a short form reel or a post is not going to hit all of them. But I feel like a rule of thumb should be that it would accomplish at least one of those things. So a reel might just grow the community. It might help people to get to know you and go deeper with you or allow them to share a little bit about their journey. So that's a community growth thing. And that's it. That's all that that reel could really accomplish because it's a smaller piece of content. Or maybe it's showing your service as a service provider in action. So it's really, it's just talking about what it is that you do, your products, your services. So you're not able to hit more than one in a small piece of content, but maybe you can hit at least one. So, when we're talking about pillar content or more juicy content marketing in your business, if you're not hitting three out of the four, then I think you're leaving money on the table. So, do an audit of your last piece of content in your business and ask the, you know, look for those four things. Like this piece of content, this episode right here has a freebie. So, it's building my email list, it has links to my community. It has uh, m- talked about my coaching services and different products in my business, and it contains affiliate links talking about affiliate marketing. So really, this is a four out of four piece of content. And while we're there's other ways to make money with content like there, we could go on and on. There's actually more ways to monetize your content. I think this is a great starting point. So I would love to hear from you. If you do look at your recent piece of pillar content in your business and you hold this standard up to it, how did it do? How did it fare? And you can go back and edit that content. I think blogging is such a powerful platform because years and years down the road you can go back and add to a blog post you can update information you can add graphics you can go back and add some affiliate links or a freebie build your email list and not have to start from scratch so i really want to encourage you to look at the content that you've already created in your business and see if you could add one or two of these things to make it stronger and link it to money to actually making you money in your business today Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please send me a message on Instagram and let me know what part of it spoke to you. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the call to both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.